Uh, read aloud. Don't have much time for it. Um, where was uh, somebody sent me something written by a youngster in Ireland? My friend's 11-year-old son in Dublin. I'm reading out something aloud written by Finn Dixon. This is our world now. All I can say is wow, wow, wow. While other people have gone mad, I'm just trying to be glad. Glad that I will see my friends as soon as the stops and ends. Glad that there will be a day that we can all say hooray. Glad that when schools reopen, people will just be hoping. Nice rhyme. That as soon as we get in there, teachers will teach us how to cut our hair. In capital letters, 11-year-old Irish poetry. It's rather lovely. From Fanula Dowling's poetry group, uh, the poem of the, the COVID-19 poem of the day is a poem by Graham Dukas called Looking. I no longer trust the news, so I've buried the television set in the garden. Now, during the season of fear, I'm searching for evidence of new life on this tired bush, along the branches of these trees, inside this deserted beehive, in the mole tunnels that vein the lawn and in the roots that lie hidden in this wretched soil, and looking for a sign that the world will resume soon, so that I can resume too. And Graham also wrote a haiku, a spiky virus invisible to the world punctures the planet. And then from somebody who asked to be uh, kept anonymous, I wanted to write something for the health workers. Calling it a poem would be a bit of a stretch, but it is something. There's a finite pool of health workers, and if infected with COVID, they can't just pop on a mask and pitch up to work as they do if they had a cold. I hope some listeners can donate, if they can, to shout for masks or a similar scheme. For the health workers, he sleeps at traffic lights. He's slept in many places, in long grass, on warm boulders, in pellucid pebble-shallow streams, on hot berg days. And he sleeps at traffic lights, too, woken not by a friendly nudge, but by the hooting of cars behind him as he heads home from another 30-hour shift. While opinions are netted like glowworms in the dark and collected in jars labelled firmly for and certainly against, their heads down, health workers work on, suspended with their patients in that liminal space that spools back to hope and human connection or to the final deceptively shallow exhalation, extinguishing all flames of possibility for good. One colleague is off suspected COVID. The traffic light napper faces another 30-hour shift. This will bookend one night's sleep. One colleague is off. As COVID bites into the health workers, who will look after the ailing and those abruptly in need? Who will dress to heal and get to work? plugging springs from subdermal bloodscapes, intubating the stunned, balming and calming the burnt. Who will step over the threshold into that particular pool of light, where prone forms are plentiful, but steady hands aren't, with viral loads for the taking as masks grow thin? Who will hold bedpans, syringes, scalpels and their nerve? Who out there will be stopping at red, but not pulling away when the light turns green.